0: Uh, man, I thought he had it on the last one. You know, he's been – he was – I didn't realize he had nine until uh, we were talking about it on the bench. Um, but, you know, he's, he's been phenomenal in the defensive end, you know, going out there challenging shots. They kept trying to attack him. Um, I don't know why. Um, I wouldn't. i just shoot a pull-up or something. Um, I don't know why guys continuously do that. But, you know, it helps us because he's out there just being an animal uh, on the
1: perimeter, uh, in the mid-range, at the rim – So it helps us, and it allows us to be more aggressive. There's Donovan Mitchell after the Utah Jazz finished the road trip with a win over the Bulls in Chicago, and Rudy blocks nine shots. Hot takes or toast. Brought to you by Jerry Seiner Cadillac. Check out the bold new lineup at Jerry Seiner Cadillac. It's definitely not your grandpa's Cadillac. Question of the day. Think the Jazz are back on track? Is this it? Back in the groove? Feeling good again? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, the correct answer is definitely maybe. But that's a totally horrible answer for Sports Talk Radio, PK. You need a definite answer that generates emotion. Well, that's your role. My role is to say absolutely. The Bulls are a low-end test. But that's a lot of... 25-point like, win. Yeah. And that's a lot of what they had in January it was 25-point wins over mediocre teams. And we got people here saying, well... You know, uh, Brian here, it depends. Do the Bulls get to use the second game of a back-to-back excuse? Or is that only good for when the Jazz lose on the second game of a back-to-back? Yeah. Ser- Seriously, the defense looked much better. Wednesday against the Nets will say a lot about where the Jazz stand. I'm not convinced it will. Let's see who plays. On the second night of a back-to-back with Durant and Irving already out, there's a chance more guys sit than we know. I mean, we know two of their three stars are out. But... They could play a bunch of guys in Portland and sit them the second night of a back-to-back. So let's see what the lineup looks like before we anoint the Nets a huge test.
0: Man, I know it's the cliche, defense wins championships and we go to that. But I look at the offense because offense is demoralizing. And the three-pointers... Where if you get a little run going and then boom, they come down. You miss a shot and they hit two three pointers in a row. That's just demoralizing. Mm-hmm. And then you're thinking, man, we've got no shot. So you can look at the defense and you just look at the final score to determine whether they play good defense. And I suppose you can look at the final score and look at and determine whether you, what ball goes in the basket. But I look at the offensive end because that's the demoralization and just just strip any hope away. Because no no matter how good you are. They're better. And it sends a message that it really doesn't matter what you do. We're going to just outscore you. We're going to have runs. You'll have occasional a little bit of a 9-2. to two, But then we'll turn around and just in four possessions, we'll up it to 12. We're, we're just that good and you're not. And that's what I look, particularly early. Because I don't want to give these crappy teams some life and thinking that, hey, they got a shot. And that's what I think it happen against Washington, clearly, obviously. And so I look at the offensive perspective and say, just just put them in their place knowing that man, you're going to have to play above what you're capable of. And we're going to have to play way below. Because if we're playing what we're capable of, it doesn't matter what we do on the other end. We're just going to beat you. And if Rudy Gobert is an animal, what animal is he?
1: If Rudy Gobert is an animal... Man, Don we didn't finish the last an question. Animal. Now we're getting here to an animal. He just called him an animal. He just said it, Don. I didn't hear him say it until right now. He just said it. Well, it's got to be a big animal. I don't know. Uh, some combination... Uh, swatting, though. I'm shot blocking here. It's going to go some combination of elephant, giraffe, because it's got to be a big animal. It's got to be the I biggest. Don't th- I, I don't you think want- it has to
0: be the biggest, no. The biggest is Godzilla, and that's LeBron.
1: Actually LeBron license. is Godzilla. It's actually Rudy's license plate, so Rudy's pretty sure he's Godzilla. I was going to go with real animals, though. So. LeBron
0: is uh, LeBron is the ultimate beast in the animal in in the animal kingdom. Is he not?
1: The king is. Yeah. Isn't that the lion king? Of the All
0: jungle? the animals. You, see, you don't necessarily have, have to be the biggest, but he's the best. Whatever the fiercest, most feared animal is. That's what LeBron is. is. Is it? Did you say lion? Is that?
1: Is yeah, because right I nice? just went. LeBron's the king, and then the king of the jungle is the lion. You know.
0: Oh, okay. I, I see where you're going. Well, who, who, who all? But the you, but you got Godzilla things? the most.
1: So now I'm going Godzilla and Kong. I'm going. You know, every movie trailer I've ever seen, even if I haven't seen the movie.
0: Didn't you go to King Kong that time we had the premiere? I did not. Yeah, you're not much of a party-goer, but, uh, yeah. When we were working at Simmons, they rented out uh, Jordan Commons, and we had a Christmas bash there. And uh, we got to see the premiere of King Kong. All all the people who worked for Simmons who were there had dinner at the defunct, now, now defunct, Mayan. And ah,
1: were, I've been to the mine. yes. Got to Waterfalls, see the, cliff diving.
0: The, the premiere. That was fun. It was a, know, that was a fun movie for sure. Obviously, the remake. But I don't necessarily know you have to be the biggest. Because when I look... Uh, Gobert's the biggest, but he's not the... Maybe the tallest, but he's not the bulkiest.
1: I know. That was what it, I was struggling with. And his ability to move
0: it's is... critical, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we, we were, focus on the block shots and the rim protection, but he can move on the perimeter,
1: too. Well, if you can't, they just play you off the floor with a pick and roll. And so... Not that he's a small guy, but if he were 50 pounds heavier, if he were built like, you know, Marcus Sol and Shaq, I'm trying to think of, you know, thicker centers in the NBA. Uh Yeah,
0: sure. Yeah. Uh, How about a gazelle? Can cover a lot of ground in an instant and has good hops. Gazelles, their verticals are very impressive. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I've seen it at the Animal Combine. Well, Donovan said he was an animal. He's yeah. in beast mode. Marshawn Lynch. That was that was pretty dominant. The number of guys who went at him and he was just swatting them away. And they were coming from all angles. He was chasing some guys down, get, blocking some shots from the side. Whatever it took.
0: For sure, yeah. And then yeah, getting absolutely. a deflection
1: on the 10th one that went in of all the bizarre things to have happen.
0: Yeah. The triple-double thing just really doesn't...
1: Doesn't, doesn't do it, it for you? A lot no, of people were I mean, way into that. There were a lot of questions about that in the postgame. I think your other point was spot on about the uh, the demoralizing nature of offense. And offense and defense, in basketball, the game's free-flowing, so it's chicken and egg, you know, which one starts the other. You're more likely to hit a shot if you get a stop, but if you hit a shot, you're more likely to follow it up with a stop. It feeds into each other. And it's twenty three twenty late in the first quarter, and they close the quarter nine zero, and they start the next one one ten zero, and it really did send that message you speak of. Man, we are us, and you are you. So we'll run around out here for forty eight minutes, but don't don't be getting any ideas on how this is going to play out because we all know how it's going to play out. And it's a message they didn't send to the Warriors, and it's a message they didn't send to the Wizards. Right, and it 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 is we're getting into jump on them early territory, and you don't like it. But when you're as good as the Jazz are and these other teams are as mediocre to bad as they are, it is a message. It's not bad to send that message early.
0: <laughs> well, I don't think you have to jump on them. You, at minimum, stay even with them. Don't fall behind. Don't, that gives them life. If, if the first quarter is 27-24, you know, you really haven't buried them by any stretch. But you let them know you're going to have to be really good. So that's the problem where jump on them early. I'm, I don't, And that's great if you do it, but I don't necessarily think the Jazz need to do that. They need to show that, okay, everybody knows Mitchell is a second-half player. I mean, the league, there, there's no secrets at this point. Donovan Mitchell is an established star, and so they see, they know the numbers inside and out, blah, blah, blah. So the point is, if you can just be there with them, if you're three points behind, three points ahead, you know, you haven't jumped on them, but we know from the opposition standpoint and from just our fan point standpoint of watching the game, they have that ability as well or better than anybody in the league right now to just have an offensive onslaught. So... If you only have a three point lead, you know, you can feel good about yourself, but you know that you just simply just know, yeah, wait a second here, though. We absolutely know what they're capable of. The thing that I don't like is these lackluster starts that just give this team the opposition, whoever it might be. In this case, you point out, obviously, the Warriors and the Wizards give them the momentum to think, hey, we got a shot here, man. And our confidence is growing. I mean, Steph Curry and Bradley Beal and those types, they don't necessarily need confidence growing. But some role players do. And you look at the Bulls' role players. Well, they didn't do none of them. Did anything, right? They're mostly – that's the roster is largely consisting of role players. And none of them really had any moment where they stood out. Occasional bucket here and there, but – it sent the message, especially if Mitchell's going to score. I think he had 19 in, in the first half, which is unusual for him. It just looks like, okay, guys, Bulls, starting getting ready for the next game because you get no shot this one. That's exactly what happened.
1: So the question is, are they back? Uh, yeah, they're back to what they were doing in January as far as uh, pummeling a bad team. Now are they going to continue this going forward? Because there are plenty of games where they are clearly going to have uh, they they well we don't know who's going to play, but they clearly should have a, a big advantage here, and they ought to be clear cut favorites. They've got a few a, a smattering of games against the top teams in the West, and the one we're all looking forward to coming up it was about a month away, with their two get a little less than that. They're two games set with the Lakers, but if LeBron's going to be out, is AD back so? And you got a steady diet here of um, Memphis's and Chicago again. And so there's a lot of games lined up here where the Jazz ought to win. So the question well, is, the, are the Jazz back? Isn't the same as the question which people really want answered, which are they set up for a deep playoff run? That one's still TBD. But as far as yes, pummeling I think teams, it looks like they are set up. I
0: think they absolutely are set up for a deep playoff run. Doesn't mean they'll do it, but they're set up for it. They got How could you say that's TBD? They got the best record in the league. And how many games are we into it now? Well, you gave What's yourself an
1: out. They're set up for it, but they that doesn't mean they'll do it.
0: Right, but that wasn't the question. The question was are they set up for? It? You just said the question was are they set up for a long playoff run. You didn't say are they going to have a long playoff run. You said are they set up to going to have a to have a long playoff run. Absolutely, they're set up to have a long playoff run. That's not TBD. The TBD is will they have a long playoff run?
1: I stand corrected. Will they? No, 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 no no no, to, no, no, no. I don't want you to, stand to don't. I want you to argue if with me. If they're set, you set idiot. up to, if they're set up to and they don't, <laughs> then no one cares that they were set up to.
0: Well, yeah. Well, we'll cross that bridge at the time. But that right. right now, they are, and that would be an epic failure if it came to that. I want the standards to be established. I don't want them to. Oh well, this or that. You know, like these broadcasters like to do to come up with all these multitude of excuses. Oh, first game back off the long road trip. Ble- bleep that! <laughs> <laughs> come on. <laughs> You think the Bulls, oh, they're, they're announcing, oh, well, this is the first game back, so it feels like they're still on the road. You think Jordan, yeah, okay, yeah, first game back. Hey, Kobe, hey, guys, it's first game back here after a long road trip, so we're probably going to struggle, you know, so don't get all worked up. You think that's the attitude that they took?
1: No, it Larry wasn't.
0: Bird, the legends of the game?
1: Absolutely not. No, Larry was more so likely to say. So why should these two? Larry was more likely in the middle of a road trip to say, ah, I'm going to play this game left-handed. I'm saving my right hand for the Lakers. Awesome lines.
0: So, I I want standards. You want those, man. Don't run from them. Embrace them completely. Not that I think these guys are running from them. I think there's some people who want them to win so desperately that they create excuses when they lose because it hurts so bad. Well, I'm fortunate enough that, if, if they lose, it doesn't hurt me at all, personally. <laughs> so, I mean, just been in this business too long. I'm not from here. Uh, I want them to win because it's great for business, as we've said, five trillion times. <laughs> and if they lose, it hurts for business. And I think, okay, now we got to tap dance a little bit here for until uh, we get to the start of college football. Uh, but. Apparently, we've done that fairly well because we're friggin' 19 years into doing it.
1: There have been a few lottery seasons, <laughs> a few seasons where yeah. they were tearing things apart. We got through them.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we'll, and we'll get through this one. We'll but the playoffs, yeah,
1: the playoffs are a little later this year. And if they uh, are able to pull off the deep run, the summer will be shorter than ever. Literally. I mean, even uh, the when the statues went to the finals, the finals were in early June, and the finals yeah. are going to be in early July to mid July this year. So.
0: Yeah, I think like the last day, like July twenty second is the last conceivable day it can end or something. Yeah, give or take a day or two. So yeah, and that uh, hopefully they have Pac twelve media day the following week, and, and then away <laughs> we go with that. Uh, that that would be absolutely awesome. That would be a dream scenario for sure. And I and I really want that to happen. But I don't think these these guys are running from expectations. I think that was the whole point of them being furious about the Philadelphia thing. It's like, wait a second here. If we were fill-in-the-blank big market team that had this type of record, we would be getting this type of respect. And interestingly enough, and it will be posted here at KSL this morning, writing a piece, the Jazz since that time have overwhelmingly outshot the teams in free throw attempts since that Philly thing. I mean, overwhelming by some staggering numbers. Uh, I think uh, Washington was the only game of the what have they, they've had six since then that they didn't have more free throws than the opposition uh,
1: not the Toronto game was off the, the charts last night it was, was 41 to 14. yeah last, last night, night it was it was
0: like 15 to 11
1: 12 12
0: yeah. but the Bulls got a bunch in garbage time
1: mm.
0: and the Bulls are uh, they're the least frequented uh, free throw team uh att- attempts at- attempts in the in the league i think uh, is what the stat was so and the bulls got some at the end they probably got uh, half of those 12 when the game was a 20 point lead at the end of the game yeah
1: they got two of them on the very last possession and it was all decided it was all decided going to the fourth quarter there was not much going on in the fourth
0: right so at that point free throws didn't really matter but I think that was the point that they were making. is like, we deserve this respect, the respect that the great teams get. And they do. And they do deserve it. And they are a great team. So, in my mind, absolutely, they're set up to have a long playoff run. And it would actually be disappointing if they didn't have a long playoff run. That I can't is say the... a choke because I don't know the complexion of the games, but I certainly think that they're set up to have a long playoff run.
1: That is the uh, absolute right word disappointing. the hopes are up now so you got the best Nothing record wrong with that it does feel like they've weathered one of those storms every season has a storm. I agree they do right
0: and they it looks like they have yeah and they do uh, you can look back at teams that' have won titles they they've had their moments of uh, little dips here and there that's it's just that's not a big deal and maybe the and we're all hoping that the, what we've just had here is the jazz have had that. Now Bogdanovich still can't buy a three to save his life, but I like what they did in terms of trying to get him posted up. Mm -hmm. And then I like what Quinn Snyder did when the game was out of hand. They were slow to take him out. I think that was on purpose to try to get him some more rhythm and taking his threes. He didn't hit him, but I like what they were doing there. And if they want to go bear to try to get the triple-double and leave him in a couple of minutes later, he didn't get hurt. So there's no second-guessing there. I mean, I I would take every game that he plays the rest of his life like he had that one. And if he never gets a triple-double, uh, I don't know how he's going to survive and just the overwhelming regret that he would have. I don't think he gives a crap. So what? I mean, be a dominant force in the game. Be the animal. The sleek animal who can cover all sorts of ground the gazelle
1: i wish jonathan had given us which animal it was it's probably (laughs) mythical though you probably got to combine the the skill set of because he moves really well or they would play him off the floor with the the uh the pick and roll so like that that he does does have the commercial
0: who is actually the lower half of his body is a motorcycle
1: half man half motorcycle is that a geico (laughs) thing
0: Is that, is that what is that what you want there?
1: Yeah. You need one of those cranes that's down at the port that lifts all the cargo off the ship. Then yeah, I a motorcycle.
0: Lived, I lived in the port community. I right. know exactly, exactly what you're right. yeah. what you're talking about. Uh, one time I they sent me on a story when I was doing news and I went on at the port and I didn't know you're supposed to have to have 50 different levels of security to get on there and I went on and I went into this building and they said like, what are you doing here? And I'm, I want to talk to this guy well how'd you get in? I said I just drove through and the guy took me and pushed me down the stairs and then they took me to the gate and I had this little Nissan truck that I had bought for like $7,000 and They photographed it in like every conceivable way because I had shattered security. Look at you Agent Kennahan. Well, I covered for we had a gal who was the port reporter and I wasn't and so they said, oh, go over here and start get a comment from this guy. So it was like a one shot deal, but I mean they were all just bent out of shape and I'm laughing because, Man, you guys what's <laughs> your the security big deal? is awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah I just drove right through the gate and you're blaming me. I mean he literally grabbed me by the collar and dragged me. I was standing up, but they literally dragged me down the stairs, pushed me out the door into my car, and then took pictures, every conceivable angle of me in the car because I had violated their big security. <laughs> which
1: apparently blows. <laughs> I, know.
0: I know. It made me laugh. And I think that my attitude, like, man, I don't give a crap about this, infuriated them even more, which added to my enjoyment.
1: About, of course it did. It's you not being wired right. <laughs> All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80, The Zone. we got more reaction coming up. People hitting us up on Facebook, uh, people tweeting at us, are the Jazz back, the 25-point win over the Bulls? So are they back on track? Are they rolling? Uh, We will get to that coming up. Also, Vernon Maxwell tweeting, stop the hate on Asians, continue to hate on Utah. What is his deal? We'll get to that coming up. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80, The Zone.